the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. So Proverbs 14 and 14 is where we're going to go on today. Dear ones, notice, if you will, what the word of the Lord declares to us. It says, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. Read it one more time. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. On today, dear ones, I would like for us to return uh, to the text and to the topic that we have begun to deal with a few weeks ago. We started looking at this text and this whole topic a few weeks back. And on today, I'd like for us to return to it in order to finish it off on today. Now, the text of Scripture that we have been looking at is found for us here in Proverbs 14 and 14. And the topic that we have given to our examination of this text came to us in the form of a statement. And that statement, dear ones, was this. You left me long before you said goodbye. You left me long before you said goodbye. As we look at this verse of Scripture, dear ones, what we are given in Holy Writ is an examination. Um, it's 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 an anatomical breakdown It's an evaluation of the mindset, of the heart condition, um, of the interworkings that take place within the life of somebody who is a backslider, who defects from their relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Um, It does not happen by accident. It does not happen by coincidence nor chance. And the Word of God gives us uh, uh, it, 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 almost a, a breakdown, it, you know, an examination, an evaluation of how this can happen, how it takes place. What is the psychology of the individual who falls away in their relationship with the Lord? What is the psychology that is taking place 
in that individual? What brings about that type of defection from the Lord? And so we see a clear, concise, but accurate evaluation of this in this one verse of Scripture. The Lord, in his wisdom, gives us a clear and accurate and concise evaluation of all that we need to know concerning how this could happen in the life of an individual. Now, the subject that we had begun to address, and as we looked at this text of Scripture, um, dealt with the issue, as I said, of backsliding. And while we do not have the time to go back over all that we had previously discussed um, concerning this topic, dear ones, there are several things that we did mention in our first dealing of this text. There are several things that we mentioned that I want to bring up again in order to remind ourselves of. One thing that we discussed there was the first time we dealt with this text was that the word backslider that is used here in the text comes from a Hebrew word that means to flinch. It comes from a Hebrew word that means to flinch or to go back or go backwards in a thing. And we took note of the fact that most people, when they flinch, they do not flinch forward. Most people, when they flinch, you know, when you go up there and do that or something like that or clap your hands or something and you cause them to flinch, they don't flinch forward, they flinch backward. They move away from the thing that is causing them to be excited or to be disturbed. And so we took note of the fact that when you flinch, you don't move forward or you don't lean into something. Most people, when they flinch, they move backwards and they move away from something. And so, we, we, and so when we talk about a person backsliding, what we are talking about is a moving backwards and moving away from something that a person is now doing that is always done in a way that is responsive, intentional, and volitional. So, so when, you, when that person is moving away, they're moving away from something, and that moving away is always done, as I said, dear ones, in a way that is responsive, in a way that is intentional, and in a way that is volitional. It is a willful act that they are doing. It's not a coincidental thing. It's not an accidental thing. They're not accidentally moving away from Jesus. They are intentionally doing it. They are volitionally, willfully doing it, and they are responsively doing it. They're responding to the goodness of God. They're responding to the kindness of God in a way that you wonder, why, how, why are you responding that way? Because they are ch- intentionally deciding to do it that way. In other words, I said the backward movement that they are now doing is not incidental nor is it accidental. It is being done by a person with full knowledge of what it is that they are now beginning to do. The second thing that we took note of, dear ones, from our first, from our first discussion of this, te- of this text, the second thing that we want to point out is that uh, all backsliding begins within a person's heart. This text tells us the backslider in heart. And so all backsliding begins within a person's heart. And so the backward movement that a person begins to do is not coming as a result of some external force or some external event to the individual that is coming upon that person and against that person and now forcing them backwards. That, that's not what's happening. A lot of times people will... will talk about an incident that happened or an experience that they went through that caused them to backslide. But dear ones, that is not the real root of why that person backslid. It is not some external force or some external event 
that is taking place that is moving that person forcefully backwards away in their relationship with the Lord. This backward movement is stemming from and originating out of an internal decision that a person has made within them, within their own heart, to begin to move backwards in this way. Now, the experience of some external event or some external experience that a person goes through, it may help them in making that decision. See, that's the thing. So you can go through something that may help you. It may help facilitate you to make that decision, but ultimately, the decision to move backwards started within that person's own heart. Lord, have mercy. And so they may go through something. They may experience something. They go through a divorce. They go through a job loss. They go through a bad experience in a relationship. They go through some financial difficulty. They go through something. That something that they go through, it does not cause it, but it does at times help to facilitate it. At times, dear ones, the thing that will draw one person closer to the Lord will cause that person to draw closer in their relationship. That difficulty has a pulling effect that pulls that person closer to Jesus. For some people, it has the opposite effect in that it will help them to it will help to facilitate that decision to move away from the Lord. And thirdly, the third thing that we talked about from our, our first discussion of this text there was the third thing was all backsliding involves at least three things. We pointed out three things that all backsliding involves. All backsliding involves a renouncing of something, a reneging on something, and a returning to something. So all backsliding involves a renouncing of something, a reneging on something, and a returning to to something. You do not backslide to go to nothing. You backslide to go back to something. And so we talked about all these things last time and we talked about them in depth. So we don't want to go back over them in, in, in too much on this time. But at this point, I'd like for us to look again at our text. Notice what it says to us. It says, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Now, we want to take note of at this time, dear ones, that while the exact cause of a person's backslidings can vary from person to person, you know, the, the exact cause, the thing that goes on, it's happening within that person's heart. It's an internal decision, but what is promoting that? What is prompting that internal decision? That can vary from person to person. But all backsliding will have at least three th these three things in common with one another. And so there are three things that all backsliders have in common with one another. You could talk to that person, that person, this other person, and this other person. You could talk to as many people who have fallen away from the Lord as you want to. All of them, in one way or another, will have these three commonalities among them. To one degree or another, these three common things will be, be present in all of their lives. The first thing is pridefulness. Pridefulness. You will find pridefulness in all individuals who backslide. Now, this pridefulness can display itself in a person's life through such things as arrogance, as that person boasting about themselves, about their possessions, about their intelligence, about their accomplishments, their achievements, or any number of things. So there is boasting or, or bragging, um, a feeling of superiority over other individuals. Um, uh, uh, they, can, they can have that pridefulness can display itself in overconfidence. 
that a person has. They, they're overconfident in their own abilities and in their own capabilities. And, and so however it displays itself, dear ones, a sense of pridefulness and a lack of humility will be found in the heart of every individual who backslides. A sense of pridefulness and a lack of humility because you can't have pridefulness and humility. There's no such thing as being pridefully humble or humbly proud. Those, those two things do not exist with one another. So there will be pridefulness and a lack of humility. You will find that in the heart of everyone who, who backslides away from the Lord. Notice what we're told about this and the warning that we're given about this in Proverbs, the 16th chapter. Notice what we're told in verse 18. It says, pride goes before destruction. And a haughty or high-minded or, or lifted up spirit before a fall. And so, and so pride goes before destruction. It precedes destruction. And a haughty or proud or high-minded spirit is always present before a fall. Lord have mercy. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, If you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax-deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. And so that's the first thing. Pridefulness will always be present in the heart of each person who backslides to one degree or another. The second thing that you will always find, the commonality that you will always find in the life of everyone who falls away from the Lord is you will find an unwillingness in that person to do things like hear and heed warnings, receive direction and instruction that is given to them and accept and submit to correction when it comes to them. You will find that in the heart of each and every person who backslides. There will be an unwillingness in that person to, for them to do things like hear and heed warnings, receive direction and instruction that is given to them, and accept and submit correction when it comes to them. Now, this unwillingness will manifest itself in a person's life through them doing such things as them not taking seriously others when they come to them. The Lord will send people to you to warn you about your situation, to warn you about your condition, and you will not take them seriously. 
You will not take those warnings seriously. You will not take those advisements, that correction that comes. You will not take it seriously. It will display itself in ways but like them discounting or disregarding others that come to them because of how they view or perceive that person who's coming to them. If the Lord was really warning me, he would send somebody like Brother Daryl to me. He wouldn't send you. Or he sends somebody like Elder Jefferson. He sends somebody with some with, with some with some title, some authority behind him. He wouldn't send you wouldn't send you. And so they discount what is being said because of who it is that is saying it to them. Another reason, dear ones, is they will dis, they, they will disregard it because they believe that the things that they are being warned about could never happen to them. It could never happen to me. I would never backslide. I love the Lord too much. I love Jesus. I would never backslide from the Lord. And so they do not believe that that could ever happen to them. And they also, it can happen, dear ones, this unwillingness can come because they are refusing to accept what is being said to them. They just refuse to accept it. I just don't accept that. I don't accept what you're saying to me. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't just not believe it. I just refuse to accept it. And dear ones, I want for us to notice several things from what we're told in the word of God about this. Notice what we're told in Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. So let's all go to Jeremiah real quickly. Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. Jeremiah seven. I'm going to start reading at verse 23. Notice what we're told there, dear ones. Seventh chapter of Jeremiah. I'm going to start at verse 23. Notice what the Lord says there. He says, but this thing command I th- commanded I them, saying, obey my voice and I will be your God. And you shall be my people and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil heart and went backward and not forward. Since the day your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Now, dear ones, although it is not stated clearly, it is not stated clearly in the word of God that God will always send a warning before destruction. You will not find that statement. God will send a warning before destruction. That statement is not clearly and directly stated in the word of God. But the principle of it is all throughout the scriptures. And you see an example of that here where the Lord says, since the day I took you out of Egypt, I've been sending folk to you. Early rising them up, early getting them on their way, early in the process of you falling away from me. I sent them early on and you refuse to listen to them time after time after time, person after person after person. I sent them to you and you refuse to listen to them. Lord have mercy. And so God will send a warning before destruction. But now, dear ones, now, now, let's look at Proverbs, the 15th chapter. Proverbs, the 15th chapter, knows what we're told in verses 10 and 12. The Lord says there, he says, correction is grievous unto him that forsakes the way. And he that hates reproof shall die. Now, jump down to verse 12. It says, a scorner loves not one that reproves him. Neither will he go unto the wise. 
Now, dear ones, notice, if you will, the reaction and the response that is given to those individuals who try to come to a person to give them correction. Notice the response that is given. It says, correction is grievous unto him that forsakes the way. You don't want to hear nothing that person got to say. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. You see him coming. Oh, Lord, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Lord. You see him calling on the phone. You, you got caller ID. Well, oh, that's Pastor Fields. I ain't answering that call. I ain't answering that. That's Pastor Fields. No. I want to hear nothing you got to say. I'm tired. You, you, you hear decline. <laughs> you hear decline. That red decline. 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 The Lord says, call him again. Oh, Lord, I just called him three times. Call him the fourth time. Decline. You, you don't want to hear what that person has to say. Notice what it says again. Verse 12. A scorner loves not one that reproves him. Neither will he go unto the wise. It, it, when the, the Lord will send people to you and say, go talk to Marla. Go talk to Marla. I will not go talk to Marla. I am not going to go talk to Marla. The, the text tells us. It, it, a scorner loves not one that reproves him. Neither will he go unto the wise. You ain't going. The Lord says, go talk to him. I ain't going, Lord. I ain't, I'll, I'll go here. I'll go there. But I ain't going to talk to that person. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. The Lord has told you, go talk to that brother. You say, Lord, I ain't going. I don't want to go. I don't, I, don't got time. I don't got time to go, Jesus. I got, I got too many things to do. I got I, I to gotta get some rest. I got this. I got to go here. I got to go. I, I ain't got time to go talk to that person, even though, is, even though the Lord is trying to warn you. Lord, have mercy. And then Proverbs 29 and 1, dear ones. Proverbs 29, chapter, one verse of Scripture. Because there we are told about the final end of all individuals who refuse to listen to the warnings that the Lord sends to them. Proverbs, the 29th chapter, verse 1, it says, He that being often reproved hardens his neck shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. That is the final outcome for all individuals who refuse, not, not just fail, refuse to listen to the warnings that God sends to them. He that being often reproved, notice it says often reproved, God sends multiple people Often reproved, harden his ne- hardens his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. Now, so that's the second thing. That, 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 so the first thing that we talked about is pridefulness. That will always be found in the heart of an individual who backslides. You will find pridefulness. The second thing that you will find is an unwillingness to receive correction or instruction or direction. And the third thing, dear ones, you will always find in the heart of every individual who backslides is deception. You will find deception. Now, this deception will involve a person beginning to believe things either about themselves or about their situation. That's key. You will begin, they will begin to believe things either about themselves or about their situation that, is, that are just not true. These things are just not true. The things you are believing about yourself are just not true. Or the things you are believing about your situation are just not true. They will begin to believe things like, I'm a strong Christian, so I would never backslide. You are believing something about yourself that is just not true. Backsliding can happen to anybody. Bishop, Pope, you know, uh, elder, deacon, missionary, pastor. It can happen to anybody. So, so that, that, that belief about yourself is just not true. They will begin to believe things like, I know what the Bible says, and that will keep me from backsliding. There was knowing what the Bible says won't keep you from backsliding. Doing what the Bible says will keep you from backsliding. 
So not just knowing it, but doing it. That is the preventive measure that needs to happen. They'll, they'll begin to believe things about themselves like, I can stop doing what I am doing at any time that I want to. So it could never cause me to backslide. So, 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 so I know I'm doing wrong, but I can stop it at any time. I know I'm seeing so-and-so, but I can break it off at any time. I know I'm doing this over here, but I can stop that at any time. I'm going to do a little drink here, a little smoke there. I can stop it at any time. So it would never cause me to backslide. You are believing something about yourself or your situation that is just not true. And so, dear ones, th- th- those are all forms of deception that are gripping a person and moving them backwards and closer to falling away from the Lord. But another form of deception that can cause a person to backslide involves a person seeming to gain some new and better knowledge. They seem to gain some better and new insight, that some new and better revelation concerning things that in their mind either calls into question what the Word of God says, it disputes and discredits what the Word of God says, it denies what the Word of God says, or it completely disregards what the Word of God says. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 